2: Yeah, they want to know. Hey. be famous.
0: Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger.
1: I'm Lindsay Weber.
0: And Lindsay, can you tell me why SZA was on crutches at the 2022 <laughs> Grammys? Because <laughs> I, I didn't watch. I know I you did. You really took, you took one for the team last night.
1: <laughs> I w- It was the most boring slog. It's absolutely insane to have the pandemic Grammys somehow be more inventive and interesting than the we're back Grammys. It was actually the opposite of the Oscars, in which last year they had to do something a little bit more interesting and it turned out to be quite good and the you know, everybody's begging the Oscars to get back to normal. I'm not sure anybody was begging the Grammys to get back to normal because instead, normal Grammys is like the most boring show in the world.
0: Was there like a a, a noticeable um, was Las Vegas a character? No. You know, like, why was it in I would literally Las
1: Vegas? say that award, all award shows in Las Vegas are bad.
0: And why was SZA on crutches? She fell?
1: I don't know. She fell out of her bed. She <laughs> she won <laughs> the award. I mean, you didn't watch it, but you she won the award, which is incredible. She, deserving. Incredible song. We love it. Doja's in the bathroom, so she's running back from the toilet. And SZA has these crutches that she... Puts under her shoulders but is kind of walking with them in high Mm -hmm. heels I don't have a problem with using the crutches like not traditionally like if you don't break your feet sometimes you just need a little bit of stability Mm -hmm. she's wearing literal heels while crutching up to the podium and her train of her dress is getting like caught behind her and Lady Gaga bless her dear heart is somehow there to like help straighten the
0: train well i did see the photo of lady gaga holding scissors train but i didn't realize it was because it was on crutches i see the quote she says it's very funny because i fell out of bed right before it was time to like leave and get ready for this like the day before everything awesome in my life has also come with something very random
1: (laughs) she fell out of bed how Mm -hmm. high is her bed what is this like princess in the peace situation how many mattresses does she have how old is she She's like our age, younger. Falling out of bed is danger when you're like older.
0: Every time I'm, every single time I'm in the shower, I think I'm gonna fall.
1: If you were to fall out of bed, would you need crutches? How are you falling out of bed? How high is your bed? High.
0: Maybe she does have a high bed though. That could be the thing.
1: Either there are spikes under her bed, or <laughs> her bed is ten feet high, or something. Because I don't understand how you fall out of bed and then all of a sudden need crutches. The point is, is that she's rolling around in a wheelchair. She's on these crutches. She's being the most scissor SZA, sza And people were loving it online. And that was one of the high points of the Grammys. Well, I
0: want to know, first of all, you've had, sorry, Topher Cockroach People Magazine. You've had 11 nominations till now. You finally <laughs> have the trophy. I so how does that feel? But also managing that with the crutches
3: tonight. <laughs> um, I'm super grateful. It's very funny because I fell out of bed right before it was time to like leave and get ready for this um like the day before and but i definitely that's the way it goes like everything awesome in my life has always come with something like very random
1: future Lindsay here to say that sisa posted photos of her x-ray she broke her foot i'm sorry i doubted you Siza. also you should not have been wearing heels it probably made it worse either way get better soon thanks for being the best part of the grammys
0: olivia rodrigo won best new artist the whoiest category Sure. Which I guess is obvious. Of course she won. Yep. She didn't win Album of the Year. That went to John baptiste who was another who we've mentioned in the past. The mystery
1: (laughs) performer of the hooligans, like, all hands from back in the day. I'm excited to report that it was John baptiste I will say, however, it was a pre-recorded performance uh, because he could not make room in his schedule to attend our Zoom performance live, uh, which was mostly fine because his music was beautiful. However, there was one section where he led a quote unquote sing along of you are my sunshine. And he looked out and he told us that we all had such beautiful voices. And I felt a little bit like he maybe wasn't being fully honest there.
0: Ariana DeBose and Rachel Zegler have reportedly unfollowed each other. And this isn't just, oh, they don't follow each other now. If you believe the sources, it's that they used to follow each other and now they don't. See, I don't
1: believe the unfollow. I don't like the unfollowing narrative because no one actually is good at determining when unfollows happen. Do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean?
0: Or if there were ever follows to begin with. Exactly. You could say, oh, Meghan Markle... Kensington Palace has unfollowed Lindsay Weber on Instagram, but that's only because Kensington Palace never followed Lindsay to begin with, you know. Well,
1: that's what always the catch is. Not that I it, it you it would make sense that she did follow her at one point, not only because they were in a movie together, but because they're both pretty active on Twitter, so like it would mm-hmm. make sense that that would be a thing. But I don't mm-hmm. see any actual like Proof here. I just see a tipster informed me that West Side Story stars unfollowed each other, appeared to have unfollowed each other on IG and Twitter, and it's like, what does that mean? And Ariana mm-hmm. is like, you know, subtweeting her former co-star. They're claiming.
0: Yeah, well, I think that I think that this is that's a that's a tip from Hunter Harris's newsletter. I think that that tip wouldn't have worked without the. Ariana DeBose tweet in context from March thirtieth, where she said, "Be be many things in this world, but do not be a fraud, a fake, or a manipulator. It but is not." But that could cute. be
1: about anyone. She literally works in Hollywood. Like that could be about any person in her entire life.
0: I really want this feud to be real, so I am going to believe this. And also, I Paloma Garcia Lee tweeted, all. "Let's all be really good to each other." And then a heart on April second. What does
1: that mean? And who is that woman?
0: She's in West Side Story. As who? She's uh, uh, Graziella. She's Riff's girlfriend. She's Riff's girlfriend. That's who she is. She's Riff's okay. girlfriend. Okay.
1: So, what's yeah. the point? You're thinking that she's now also subtweeting her?
0: N- now, Paloma and Ariana are on a team, and Rachel Zegler's on the other team, and they hate her. This is but like they can't based be explicit. Off no, this is
1: the worst detective bullshit I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. Like, you know, this has absolutely no evidence. You know, you're working off of the thinnest case here.
0: Lindsay, I'm sorry. Lily two one nine nine one two seven six, who has an Encanto avatar, says, "I wonder why Rachel Zegler didn't publicly acknowledge Ariana DeBose winning an Oscar. Is there bad blood?" Eyes emoji. Hashtag Oscars. I believe Lily two one nine nine one two seven six. It that's actually the most that's actually the most convincing argument because you're right. The unfollowing stuff is hard to prove. It's impossible, but. Rachel Zegler, who's extremely online and has spent the past
1: right. 12 it to 18 months sense. saying,
0: I love my co-workers, I love my friends, I love my new friends. Congratulate
1: her yes. co-star for winning an Oscar because of evidence of her being online the all president. the time. So yeah. what is she saying and why is she not saying the one thing that would make sense to say, which is congratulations, congratulations. to my co-star Sorry, for winning both. an Oscar.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like this. But I mean, I know, I think the surprising thing to me is that even if even if Ariana DeBose's tweet, be many things in this world, but do not be a fraud, a fake, or a manipulator, it's not cute. Even if that has nothing to do with, like, Rachel Zegler and has something to do with, like, the person who made her sandwich at the deli that morning or something. Like, that's the sort of tweet that you need to stop tweeting the moment you win an Oscar. You know? Like, you need to stop doing that. Did she tweet that after she won the Oscar? Well, yeah. Yes. She tweeted that like four days ago. You know, like I think that's 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 some media training.
1: That's annoying. Exactly. Like you just did a whole press tour and won an Oscar. Like you're fine. You don't need to be doing that. No one needs to see that. Like truly, like what does that what value does that bring to your life?
0: It's it's dated. It's dated tweets. It's like you, you don't tweet like that anymore in 2022, especially if all air quotes, all eyes are on you.
1: But it's also just like there are plenty of famous people who are like too real on Twitter and it's good. They don't tweet shit like that.
3: And I'm chilling and everything and then I'm going to my Twitter. And I see people on my Twitter, my fans, my own fucking fans talking shit like, oh, practically saying that I'm lazy and that I was giving hints that I was going to the Grammys. Bitch, how the fuck was I giving hints that I'm going to the Grammys when I'm literally lasering and bleaching my pussy on my Insta story? Like, I literally posted earlier today that in my house, in New York, with my kids, you could hear my kids in the background, when did I ever give hints that I was going to the fucking Grammys? And for you to call me lazy and shit because I'm not going to an award, what, why, why would I go to an award for? Do I have any new music? Why would I, I show up with one nomination? And I lost it anyway, so you wanted me to go to the Grammys, losing a war, and me just be there, smile like... That's great. That's
0: great. But that's enough. Moving on. to Two coming out stories. We have Gerard Carmichael came out as gay in an HBO special. <laughs> and then a couple of days later, he hosted SNL. Um, his Incredible. SNL monologue is funny because he does say that he's like... <sighs> he jokes that Lorne Michaels t- told him to talk about the slap because the nation needs to heal, which is obviously a joke, but that was funny. And then he says, you want me to heal the nation? The nation doesn't even know me. The nation has no clue who I am. The nation don't even know me. The nation has no clue who I am. I have to be the least famous host
2: in SNL, like the least. I was so excited to come here
1: that's not true <laughs> but that is he's definitely Funny. in the in the bottom 10 percent
0: percent yeah
1: i feel like we've been over this before it's hard to determine the least famous person who's ever hosted SNL because it's all contextual like Mm -hmm. it's all based on the time when the person is hosting. It's hard to look back and say, this person is the least famous because you're not talking of all time. You're talking like at the time they hosted. So like literally
0: that Saturday,
1: (laughs) it has to be a breakdown. But I would say that he is one of those types of comedians who unlike the John Mulaney or whatever, who somehow blew up past like his stand up origins despite having also a failed show. Both of them had a failed Mm -hmm.
0: show. But what his, his show was forever ago. That's what is also kind of interesting, where it's like he almost would have made more sense having then? hosted then five, six years ago when he was actually the star of an NBC sitcom about himself.
1: Sure, but the thing about SNL is like I think they always want to have somebody actually funny on, like, the, like, mm-hmm. he, like a comedian. So they're going yeah. to let – if it's if they've got space they're gonna let him come on and promote an hbo special because he's funny and they're like well that could actually be a good show although mm-hmm. what am i saying i'm kind of talking out of my ass because they had the most ratings with kim kardashian that they had of anyone and she's not even close mm-hmm. to being funny so maybe they don't give a shit about people being. but funny she anymore.
0: is w- just in terms of fame level like you don't few people surpass her i mean he's mostly just a com- he's a comedian he's a comedian I think his the movies that he's been in that he he was in The Meddler, which matters a lot to us. He is oh my god, he's so good. The guy in Meddler. Who works at the Apple Store. That <laughs> he's so Susan's funny. forms like a weird relationship.
3: Mm-hmm. I should get one of these for my daughter. Here, why don't you bring me up
0: another iPad? Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, I uh, I decided to take your advice. You're gonna be a lawyer? Well, no, but I am going to school. I mean, it's night school, but. Maybe engineering or programming or something. See how far I can get. And work's gonna pay for it, so. Oh, Freddie took my advice. He's in both of the Neighbors movies, but mostly he's just, he's a comedian who shows up in everything and had a show on NBC about himself that lasted a few seasons. And now he's swinging back into high-profile stand-up comedy to the point that he came out as gay in his HBO stand-up special directed by Bo Burnham.
1: Well, I haven't watched it yet, but isn't it, it... Directed by Bo Burnham kind of implies a little bit more of a spin. It's more of a newer style, which is more closer to, let's say nanette you know what i mean like more of a yeah more of a um a storytelling take on stand-up which i get that stand-up is storytelling but i think Mm -hmm. now there's some sort of impetus where it's like stand-up comedians some of them get on stage and tell jokes and it's like a traditional stand-up but then there's this other genre of stand-up where it's more of a a play a one-man show vibe where there's more of a connecting theme a more of an actual a thesis Mm -hmm. that makes sense it's not that topical you know what I mean like it's more about the person themselves and reckoning I guess
0: I'm not see I'm not a big stand-up comedy person so when I was reading reviews of it first that were like really call it call out the fact that Bo Burnham directed it I didn't quite know what that meant but then when you watch it it's like almost disarmingly intimate and there's a ton of like it's it's on his face for a lot of it and it's yeah. not like even Nanette. We keep calling them Nanette. Hannah Gadsby is on a stage in a very traditional like stand-up comedy setting. So you're this saying is, it's more of like
1: a short film, not a short this film. This is a, but club, more of a Yeah, it's a short of a, film of a movie than it is a filmed stand-up it's performance.
0: Barely. It's funny. He's very funny. He's always been funny. He always shows up in things, and you like that he's there, but. It's way more storytelling. It's like a one-man show almost, you know. Like, and I know that's what comedy is. I just feel stupid talking about comedy, but just watching it, I was like, this feels very different. And uh, a friend was was texting us this morning and was like, I really liked it, but it's really manipulative. But that's fine with me. And I felt the exact same way. It's extremely manipulative. Well, that's it what Bo Burnham's directed. special is like. It is too. directed. Well, the thing about his coming out is that a few years ago. He was written about for his last HBO special because people were like, wait, did Gerard Carmichael just come out in his special home movies, excuse me, home videos? But it's more like he came out as queer. He said that he also dated men or had, had sex with men, but he didn't really linger on it. So that story kind of went away. It wasn't really uh, a official legitimate coming out. Clearly this
1: turn at coming out was meant to be publicized since he literally did an HBO special and followed up with an appearance on SNL. Like Mm -hmm. he is more he is being more again a little more manipulative with this information than he had maybe before, whether he was ready or not. Or he said, This is like, I can't believe I haven't monetized my story yet. So let's really fucking tell the story or whatever. Also it's like Maybe he wasn't famous enough for even it to ring a bell, and now he's slightly more known, which I would argue, I Mm -hmm. guess, not really. But uh, who knows? I mean, uh, it's interesting. I wonder if this would have gotten more play if the slap hadn't happened, because the slap kind of ate the news for the entire week. And and even per his own monologue, kind of ate his performance a little bit. Like, the entire episode of SNL was kind of slap-related, from what
0: I saw. It definitely ate it up. For me. But I saw plenty of people talking about this and writing about this, so I think it did get a lot of attention. But you're right, like the slap just consumed. Everything. It kinda just like ate the rest everything. of the
1: week in content. Yeah. Like it even ate the Grammys mm-hmm. and spit them out. You know what I mean? Like it didn't even yeah we're still kind of grappling with it
0: his his future product projects are funny because to me they read as like extremely gay he's going to be with emma stone in the new yorgos lanthimos movie incredible and he's also going to be in the new olivier asayas movie for hbo with carrie brownstein so basically <laughs> so what like, you're saying yes is if i didn't know
1: i know <laughs> if i didn't know exactly. i knew
0: <laughs> exactly
1: who else came out as gay
0: a fave a true fave this was one of those things where, when I read the headline, I was like, "Emily Sunday came out as gay and revealed she's in love with a woman. She's the one for life." Like, I fully loved this. Emily Sunday is extremely twenty twelve. I think for you me, might like have been a, the only one. Um... These two coming outs
1: are very like niche, and you and the niche. This one, the niche is you.
0: The first, the first niche was like, "Oh, I love that for him. Cool." And the second one was like, "What? She is amazing. This is great." Um, You're gonna have Emily to like Sandé. refresh
1: people's memory on who Emily Sunday is.
0: Emily Sunday released an album in 2012 called Our Version of Events that was just, like, huge in the UK and sort of vaguely popular in the United States. It was one of those albums that, like, made me feel interesting to like. I was like, no, I'm paying attention to UK pop as well, and I find it very good. Really, really love her. Next to Me is definitely her biggest song. It's very, like, adult contemporary power pop. Exactly
1: it is oh my god it it's really like, is
0: it's adult contemporary power pop it's
1: very mm-hmm. much in a commercial for like adult diapers do you know what i mean <laughs> it's very much in a commercial for like getting like curing your migraines with like alexia exactly or, like, whatever. oh my like, god it's, it's, it's
0: migraine like, it's migraine you
1: have migraines but you can live with them you know what i mean like live live mm-hmm. your life even with migraines yeah
0: Or like, I'm extremely depressed. I started taking Zoloft and now I'm like, fine, going to the store, you know, <laughs> like, and she, but she's still, but you know what I mean? She still felt niche where like, she wasn't huge, at least in the United States. I'm speaking from a United States perspective, but it just felt, it felt cool to like her. And that song was really cool. It won a lot of awards yeah, in the UK. And she was big. wrote
1: these two. Okay. I didn't even, I did not know she wrote. You didn't know
0: this? Oh. She
1: wrote the, what's really funny. She wrote the two most niche B-side ballad tracks on two of the biggest pop stars albums that happen to be each of their most underrated songs on probably most each of their underrated albums. Does that make sense?
0: Mm-hmm. She wrote Half of Me, which is on Unapologetic by Rihanna. Yeah.
2: Saw me on a television Hanging out my linen You're entitled to your own opinion
3: And
0: she wrote It Takes Two, which is on part two. In fact, it might only be on the deluxe album of Prism, Katy Perry's Prism.
1: I think that might be in my top five to eight Katy Perry
2: songs.
0: Yeah, incredible! You saw me on the television. Come on, <laughs> you only saw half of Rihanna, okay? And that was oh Emily. God, Sandé's it song. takes two. Is so good. <laughs> two sides to this is this is fully the the power of Emily Sande. She had been married is to she a man
1: Scottish, British.
0: She's, She's Scottish. Scottish. She's Scottish. Okay. She's Scottish, and um, she up until then at least publicly was presumed to be straight and was married to a man that she met. She's like, she was one of those people who like, I just wanted to be a doctor. I just wanted to be like a real big smarty pants. And then I discovered music and I fell in love with music. And so her husband is one of those people she met when she was like, I'm an academic, I'm a smarty pants. He's a marine biologist, was a marine biologist. They split up and now she's fallen in love with, she says it's a love for life, a concert pianist named... Her name wasn't revealed yesterday, but her name is out today. It is Joanna Karamova. Um, a female pianist. Uh and yeah, they divorced eight years ago and now she is with Joanna. She is thirty-five. Here's a a headline from the Daily Mail. Quote, I found my soulmate exclamation mark. Emily Sande shares loved up snaps as, with her partner Joanna Karamova after announcing same sex relationship with, quote, female pianist eight years after divorce. Oh. She has a new <laughs> album coming out soon, so I don't know. The cynic in me is like, perfect timing, Emily Sandé. But no, the only reason she really revealed it was because she's doing press for this new album. And she revealed this in Metro. It, it, it's, it's, not, it's not the cynical, like, oh, perfect timing. No, it just happens to be happening because she is getting attention for her new album. Which is, I think, in certain circles, pretty highly anticipated. And the new single is amazing because I love fucking adult contemporary power pop. You sure my do. migrant commercials. You
1: sure do. You aged right into it. My next guest has, among other
3: things, been praised by Madonna, supported world megastars, Coldplay, and walked away with Critics' Choice at the Brit Awards. It's been an incredible year for Emily Sandé. And now, to top it all, she's here. On the rain. <laughs> <laughs> the highlight of it all. <laughs> well, first of all, congratulations. Thank you. what very good company you're in. Yes. On, on the It's the Critics' Choice Award mm-hmm. that you won, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Adele, 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 Jessie J, Florence, the yeah. machines, all, all, all went on to do amazing things. amazing to be part of that
1: kind of group now. Yeah. So hopefully I can follow in their footsteps. They've had incredible careers, so fingers crossed.
3: Well, it certainly seems like it. You couldn't, it couldn't be better it set up. So in fact, is it true that your name is actually Adele? Your real name yes. is Adele. <laughs> yeah, but you can use it because there's already Adele, Adele. Yeah, three years ago, before the first song that I did, uh, Diamond Rings with Chipmunk, came out, I decided, yeah. you know, I need to use my middle name because I really need something a bit different. Of course you
1: This Taryn Ederton thing is short. What's really funny about it is Taron Ederton was in this play called Cock. He signed up for a play called Cock. It's this buzzy play in London.
0: With a guy from Bridgerton in it.
1: Yes, he proceeds to pass out on stage the opening night. Okay, that sucks. It happens. He passes out on stage. Then he immediately gets COVID. And then he quits the show. It's, like, truly the most cursed, like, London stage
0: debut. Well, also, it's funny to me because, number one, I'm not super familiar with theater. Number two, I don't live in London. And yet, I was perfectly aware of the fact that Taron Edgerton is in the West End play Cock because he got so many international headlines for it. Like this for is a high being profile in a play performance. Cock.
1: I know, yeah. which is crazy. It, it is a mix of, like, the play's called Cock. It's a buzzy play. And he's start co-starring with Jonathan Bailey, who's currently in Bridgerton. So I think it was like mm-hmm. the mix of all those things. But you're right. London plays, British plays rarely get this much press for unless it's like Denzel Washington is starring in Macbeth in London. And it's like right, a big right.
0: debut or, or Saoirse is starring yeah. in Hamlet with, or whatever. With she Andrew
1: did. Garfield. It has to be like the yeah. most like almost a listy ish combo of people an unusual combo or. A play that might like come to America I think that sometimes they'll do that but you're right like Mm -hmm. the the show called cock which I honestly could not tell you the plot or like whatever or literally anything about it except for Taron Enderton keeps on like fucking up within this show until finally I think they were like enough with you enough yeah Taron Ederton has is exiting the London play cock due to personal reasons I think the personal mm-hmm. reasons love are this. just he can't stop like falling off stage or whatever like he can't stay on stage
0: yeah it's weird that we don't quite know what the personal reasons are maybe he's just like I don't want to do this anymore um, I mean I, I like wouldn't that... I'd be
1: so sick of it if I if this stuff kept happening I'd be like this is a cursed play enough already I'm going
0: I like this statement from the cock official Instagram Uh, Account That is, I guess, the thing that you would get if you went to the show and there was an understudy and they give you the little note that's like, by the way, it's not going to be Taryn, but they put it online and it says, Joel Harper Jackson will take over the role of M in Mike Bartlett's razor sharp hilarious play Cock until the end of the run. And then it says, you know, it was originally Taryn who had to withdraw, blah, 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 And then they have two quotes from the director and Jonathan Bailey that basically try to sell you on this guy, Joel. It's like, this other <laughs> guy's is just as good. Don't it's worry like, about it. It's like, I know it. you're here for Taryn, but Joel is great. We love Joel. Joel is a talent. I'm so excited to be sharing the stage with him. You know, I never saw Rocketman. Didn't people, wasn't Rocketman actually kind of good?
1: I mean, compared ultimately? to Bohemian it. Rhapsody, it was an Oscar winner. But you're right. Uh, mm-hmm. It was okay. It was fine. It was good. It was fine. You know who was in it? Okay. Um, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard.
0: Really? Oh, I love <laughs> Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> I know you retweeted this from who, a few her, days ago. Did you see her? like Godiva of...
1: b- golden bunny spawn? She did like an Easter bunny yes. spawn recently? Yes.
0: Yeah. Didn't we text about this? Oh, maybe I meant to send you the photo. Yeah, I saw the photo of the Easter bunny spawn. It's very it's weird. It's very She's weird. Like, it may not be. She tried to like connect it with the Oscars. It's like, it may not be a, a little gold man but it's a little gold rabbit or something like that and I was like price 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 <laughs> um did you see, of course you did, because you retweeted it from who? The viral photo of the cast of the help, and someone someone photoshopped yeah. Oscars in everyone's yes. hands, and it's like, the girlies from the help are racking up the Oscars, because it was like Viola Davis, Octavia Spencer, yeah, Jessica Castle, and Oscars. Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> but the only one without an Oscar is Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> and it was supposed to be a sort she of She has a little gold bunny like, instead. They're all, they're all racking them up, but it ultimately just ends up looking like like it definitely came from stands, but it it just looked very sad that Bryce was the only one without one
1: Uh, Easter at the Howards oh my god Easter at the (laughs) Howards is not complete without chocolate in our basket so you can imagine my excitement when I got a visit day from the Lint the Lint Gold Bunny we kept saying little it's Lint Lint Gold Bunny oh it's Lint okay uh, this iconic bunny, blah, blah, blah. The gold bunny, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. For my family and me, an Lint Gold Bunny helps us create lifelong memories and takes the guilt out of guilty pleasure. Because not only is chocolate delicious, but it's sustainably cultivated from bean to bar. Oh, my God.
0: I, I fully inserted an Oscar metaphor into something that yeah, did that not was rude. one at all. That
1: was so rude. She literally wasn't like, I, not like my little gold man, my little gold bunny. You totally,
0: you totally. Because I, I read this, I definitely read this while still asleep and fully was like, did not take in the fact that it was lint gold bunny. Wow. Yeah. Look at the third photo. She's holding the biggest gold bunny I've ever seen.
1: I love, I mean, she's, she was born for this role, which was lady mm. holding gold bunnies, Easter lady. <laughs> just absolutely incredible I love it and she's perfect okay wait how did we get to Bryce Dallas Howard oh from from
0: cock (laughs) we were talking about cock okay that doesn't really answer how did we get to Bryce Dallas Howard from cock
3: the Royal Academy (laughs) of Music (laughs) has a nice ring to it Royal scissors what do you think Um, the red one's good it's only on Saturdays Things to do on weekends can't just drop everything. I'll
0: take you. <sighs> Todrick Hall is being sued by his landlord for back payment of rent. Okay, right. Landlords are terrible. Here's the thing. We can we can start this by saying landlords are terrible. Sure, but and this sucks. <laughs> but this is here. We have an exception to the no, rule. No, <laughs> here's the thing.
1: When I first saw this headline, I said, "Okay, this is boring. I'm gonna click." But this is boring. Then mm-hmm. I saw what made it interesting, and I'm glad. I'm so glad I clicked on this because. Yes, landlords are awful, Uh, but when your rent is $30,000 a month, I would argue that you're, like, in another echelon of rent than (laughs) me. Then then the landlords are awful argument. Anyways, what made this funny is not (laughs) that he's paying that much in rent. What made this funny is that Todrick Hall did an entire YouTube video that says, I bought my perfect house. This is my dream house. Let me give you a tour. And it's a house he's renting.
2: Hello, everyone. Ah, I'm so excited that you all are here. I have been wanting to buy a home for a very, very, very long time. And this is a dream come true. I saw over 50 homes to decide to get this one. And when I saw this one, I fell in love. I'm talking about that, like Ali and Noah notebook kind of love. But here, come inside. The water fountain's a little loud.
0: 60K in back rent, which is what? Two months? Unless he only pays part of the rent and then it's many months? Like, who knows? But it's 60K in back rent, which is to be fair, only two months in back rent. So if you look at it in context, it's like, it's just two months of back rent. Relax.
1: I don't care about the back rent. What I care about is that he's making an entire YouTube video that is monetized. That is monetized with a lie where he has this rented house that he filled with his stuff. And he's giving a tour like, I love this bathroom. I designed it this. I love this outdoors. I designed it like this. It's like, bitch, you don't even own it. You don't even own the I house. I gave
0: him- I gave him the benefit of the doubt at first because I was like, well, maybe he never, maybe he's, he's sort of slyly making this video no. where he's just saying, this is the new place I live. But it's really, no. I bought this house. It's my dream house. I bought this house. I bought this house. I wanted to buy this house.
1: I've been wanting to buy a home for a very, very long time. This is a dream come true. I saw over 50 homes decided to get this one. I watched the whole thing. I was like, I cannot <laughs> believe that this guy is just lying.
0: Because <laughs> <is it? laughs> Todrick, Todrick Hall got famous for being a choreographer. And then friends with Taylor Swift, like with high-profile clients. And then he, really, he releases music. But what does he really do now?
1: Well, he performs. He has like a lot of music. He kind of has like in the RuPaul genre of like dance, fun dance music that he releases. Mm. And he goes on tour. And he's also a YouTuber. He was always a YouTuber. so now He was he's always still, a YouTuber. Yeah. I think he was always a YouTuber. I was dying because I was watching this, sh- this video and like watching him give a tour of somebody else's house, which... Renting is fine. Take it from me. I'm renting. Bobby's, what's crazy is that when you get to the part of this video where he says, I have a housewarming Amazon registry set up for you guys.
2: I'm not having a traditional housewarming, but I have set up a little registry on Amazon. So if you don't want to send wine, but you want to send something, you can click on my registry only if you want to. No worries at all. If you don't, this is the kitchen.
1: You don't get to, first of all, asking your audience (laughs) to buy you things off an Amazon wish list is one thing. Asking your audience to buy you items off a wish list when you don't own the house and it's a housewarming is another thing. Asking your audience to buy you things off an Amazon wish list when the items include Rubbermaid Brilliance leak-proof food storage containers with airtight lids and Dawn Ultra Concentrated Dish Detergent and Hefty Ultra Strong Garbage Bags. Garbage bags. He's asking his audience to buy him mouthwash.
0: (laughs) Literally a bottle of Listerine and it says needs Needs 20 20 has one.
1: Who needs 20 bottles of Listerine in their house for their housewarming? this
0: This is the home edit impact where every, I mean, I've only read reviews of the new season of home edit, but I watched the first season where it's just like, they they say, like, shop your pantry where it's filling up your pantries with so much of everything so that, like, your pantry looks good and you have an abundance of things. This is home-edit shopping.
1: I just For don't a stranger. understand. Like, if a friend, if a dear friend of mine said, hey, I'm, I, you know, uh, I'm having a housewarming party. Here's my re- registry. Whatever. I don't think a friend of mine would whatever if a friend was like i have a registry for my new house for my housewarming like you know if you want to get me something this is the this is what i'm looking for if i opened up that link and i saw hefty garbage bags (sighs) i would scream and that's just a friend that's not a famous rich person todra call who monetizes his youtube videos and has a full ass career like i cannot believe this guy is expecting us to buy him and
0: Lindsay, you pointed out he needs 41 Lilabo Santal 26 Classic candles. Those $93 are $93 each. candles. He
1: needs 41 <laughs> and he asked for
0: 41. 41 of them.
1: He needs 41, 41 of, of these candles. He needs 41 candles. 41 candles times $93. Do the math.
0: $3,813 of Santal candles.
1: And he wants you, his fan, to buy him 41. Like,
0: I get, there's something about, like, I've seen celebrities do the Amazon registry thing before and it's always a little annoying because it's like you're rich and you're asking your like fans, you're like normal fans with normal jobs to pay for stuff and it's irritating but then i sort of end up thinking i guess it's worth trying i guess i guess they do this just to see what they can get away with you know and mm. also do you think it has anything to do with these relationships that a lot of who's have with amazon that are obviously more formal because they're on the Amazon shopping and they do videos for Amazon yeah shopping I don't think like, this has
1: anything to do with Amazon ugh. this specific uh wish list I think this is one of the lowest
0: versions He's just like I need asking to for money. dish detergent
1: yeah I think this is one of the lower versions of the this is not even a formalized relationship I mean he yeah. uh, he literally does an ad that says thank you to this company for like filling my space with a couch or whatever and then says if you want to buy me something on my registry it's like I just watched an ad like I'm not buying you something off your registry. I just you
0: don't get to ask me for Santal candles for me to buy you Santal candles while you're in a video wearing a Louis Vuitton necklace in your brand new mansion. You right. Know?
1: <laughs> I mean, I, and it's funny because it's not even like it really just is layers and layers of kind of like weird fraud scammer behavior doing this. It's just mm-hmm. so clear. And that's why yeah. um Hall actually has like a quite a quite. He's quite well known for not paying people like ironically in terms of now he's asking you to pay for his dish soap. He doesn't pay dancers. That was like a big kind of scandal with Mm -hmm. him was that he um, and dancers aren't paid well in general. That's a whole thing. But he wasn't paying dancers at all what he had promised to pay them. And he would have these videos with like thousands of dancers in
0: them, you know, like Mm -hmm. so
1: many dancers
0: and according to his ex assistant who like tried to reveal all this stuff about him a couple years ago it wasn't even sometimes sometimes it was non payment but other times when it was payment it was like off the books under the table payment cash only you know like really sort of shady allegedly behavior when it came to co- came to compensating all the people who like worked on making his profile get bigger and bigger and bigger right but he's somehow like it's funny that he survived those accusations. I remember those happening, and then they kind of went away. People stopped sharing. I don't think he's famous times, enough, like, though,
1: is the issue. Like, I don't think he's famous enough to get canceled on, like, a huge scale. Oh, I guess, like, Jeffrey Star it... got canceled on a huge scale. Jeffrey and so Star did, did. yeah.
0: Shane, uh, what's his face? Shane Dawson has somehow weathered that storm, I think, because he was like, I'm a documentary filmmaker now. I'm just going to move on. Uh,
1: the thing about – these creators is they don't have to work with anyone but themselves they just can just start posting again so that's what he's doing right
0: I mean Trisha Trisha Paytas has been canceled a thousand right. times you'll never you'll never get rid of Trisha Paytas. 900 times for good reasons also right. <laughs> you <True>. know like <laughs> true um, but the other thing about Todrick is didn't he wasn't he on celebrity but big brother and like instantly despised by the house yeah, like he didn't le- everyone he like was instantly hate this guy
1: enemy number one he was so <laughs> unpleasant and such a liar and actually according to people who loved the game played the game so deceivingly so poorly and, and in the words of of some of the people who love the game, that he became a huge enemy. Like, he's just not a likable person, apparently. One of your favorite movies is Wizard of Oz, but you've forgotten that we could see behind the curtain.
0: So I'm gonna choose the less, the lesser of two evils. The one thing that this vote ensures is that I will not ever have to hear your voice again.
2: um i'm um everything was great up until i saw the live feeds and i just think that um um, god bless you guys and i hope you realize that playing this game and winning is definitely doing it a good way and not talking bad about people that are already gone
0: i love my helix mattress i love my helix pillow what else is there to say about helix i freaking love it (laughs) and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com/who. That's helixsleep.com/who. This is their best offer yet and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. It was like 70 something degrees a couple days ago. It's time to put our winter weather to bed or in my Pull case under out the bed.
1: Your linens, sweeties, the lin it's time for- it's linen season, honey. Oh,
0: oh, all I want is linen all the time. I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life.
1: Not only am I pulling out my linen tops, my linen bottoms, my linen dresses, I'm putting on my linen sheets. I'm putting on my linen pillowcases. I'm just like, everything is linen because the weather's getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to jackets, sweaters, and hello to shorts, tees, and linen.
0: I know. I should probably buy some linen shorts from quince i have a quince cotton duvet cover that i really like and it's warm it's it's warm in the cold months and it's cool in the warm months which is sort of where i want my bedding to be somewhere Mm -hmm. in the middle I hate and Quince middlemen.
1: only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it.
0: Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com/who for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com/who to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com/who. This appeared on our feeds over the weekend, and it's haunted my memory ever since. Ellie Golding. um, I'm sorry for saying her name wrong for so long.
1: Ellie Goulding. You were saying Ellie Goulding?
0: I said Goulding until like, you know, six months ago when she married that guy.
1: Shout out to acid underscore pop acid with two C's for being the one that we saw who, po- who posted the screenshot of Ellie Goulding <laughs> saying, you guys know I love a drink and since I launched my alcoholic sparkling water, there is no going back for me. Get a 12 pack for only 12 pounds today going back to what not drinking i can't water not drinking well, anything at all i
0: interpreted this as okay, there is no going back for me meant she was never going to be sober again in her life <laughs> <laughs> like you or guys she was know I love simply going to be I like low level buzzed water, on served for the rest of her life there is no there is going no back going back not only and this is the great and i know that Facebook, that meta and instagram are the same company and i know that these are probably joint posted but like this is unbelievably bad language you guys know i love a drink and since i launched my alcoholic sparkling water there was no going back for me this was cross-posted on instagram and facebook like this was approved copy that no it's you have also, to assume went through several channels and it doesn't well, make any sense
1: approved copy it's like a separate ad it's not even on her feed like it's it's being fed through the ad section of mm-hmm. facebook and
0: in instagram you got to play the whole video you got to play the whole video Hey guys, it's Ellie Golding here. I love a drink as I talk about a lot on my social
3: media. That's why I wanna tell you about my new drink served. So my new drink served is a hard salsa. It has 57 calories. It is
0: delicious. It's made with wonky fruit, so it avoids food waste. It is made with infinitely recyclable cans it's really light it's really refreshing
3: so it's perfect for someone like me and i think you will enjoy it too so go check it
0: out it's really light and it's really refreshing it's perfect for someone like me
3: <laughs> what
1: does that mean
0: <laughs> wonky fruit is like imperfect food it's like misfits right it's no, like
1: i get it i get is that what that means that's their whole th- yeah they're like the fruit is ugly i don't care what the, the fruit, fruit, is fruit is looks like that goes into flavoring my hard also, seltzer. When I'm drinking
0: hard seltzer, I'm not expecting it to have real fruit in it at all. You know? I know. Like,
1: That's true. But it does. This isn't
0: some barrier to entry for me, but okay.
1: She gets clowned on a lot by being like one of the more confusing celebrities, but I think it's fair. <laughs>
0: like, she's so I mean, we're talking about her on Who Weekly. She's not you can make a convincing argument to me that she is a them, but she behaves in this manner because she's so she's so she's right, confusing. She's unknowable. She's 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 released these huge songs, but at the same time has been this weird figure who has yet to maintain, like, a, a consistent persona, you know, across right, her like eras. like, she
1: went to the royal wedding. <laughs> like, that's crazy. <laughs> like, Ellie Goulding went to the royal wedding with her husband, like, Casper, or whatever his name is. Casper Josper, I think his or whatever. Name is,
0: yeah, it's is it Casper He's one of those—she joined the group of one of those art guys. He's, like, a gallery guy or something. I know. Yeah, he works at Sotheby's. Casper Jopling. Casper
1: Casper blink
0: This is her brand, but it's it's a brand that she is not. not that going she's back. just an ambassador. She's, she's not going not back. There's going no back. way back for me.
1: I've always enjoyed. I've always enjoyed a social drink with friends, but I lead a busy lifestyle and I'm passionate about oh. my health, fitness, and the environment. It's served is a brand that allows me to have it all—a delicious and refreshing alcoholic drink without the calories, sugar, and bad stuff. The bad. No <laughs> offense, but the bad stuff is alcohol, and it's in there. Yeah,
0: it's like. You can't you can't make it was it's the whole thing about clean wine. It's like it's a, I'm not a sober person. I drink, but like I'm not a, I'm not I don't drink thinking like this is so good for me. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know. Like you can do the best like if you're trying to do the best you can to be healthy, it's not going to be a hard seltzer for you. It's going to be a glass <laughs> of cold water.
0: <laughs> Moving on from served served
1: to served with papers.
0: In a way, yeah, she got served. So Black China who is still in the middle of this what a, like there's still weird trial stuff between Black China no, and, the still, and the Kardashians and the Jenner's. She generous. literally
1: can't not stick her foot in her mouth. You tweet something so ridiculous that two gross guys get to tweet something and own you immediately is like, what are you out here tweeting? Making yourself look so bad. Black,
0: <laughs> Black China goes. Black China goes on Twitter and goes. Yesterday I had to give up three of my cars. Dot <laughs> dot dot. My reasons. Dot dot dot. Morals beliefs. Being a single mother, no support. I'm a mama. Single, no child support.
1: No, it says single, no support, child support. First of all, it's single, no illegible. Support, child support. It's support. what is she saying?
0: Also, I had to give up three of my cars. Three of my cars <laughs> are
1: how many cars are there total? Unclear immediately her two baby daddies comment one after the other in succession both baby daddies Tyga and Rob Kardashian Rob Kardashian literally lives in a basement somewhere does not like come out and see the light of day rarely but is immediately responsive to this and says I pay $30,000 a year for my daughter's school I handle every single medical expense I paid for all her extracurricular activities I have my daughter from Tuesday through Saturday why would I pay child support lol. Then right after that, Tyga, another like of the another unlikable character. I pay 40k a year for my son's school and he lives with me Monday through Saturday. Why would I pay child support lol?
0: Coordinated commenting. They coordinated this. They both say it.
1: I think Tyga commented second, but Tyga writing, why would I pay child support lol? Them both having said that is like really (laughs) really
0: funny to me. Why would I pay child support Lol. lol? Single, no support, no child support. It's just very much like what you didn't have to do this. You didn't. You have didn't have to do have this. To this. Do this. Came out of nowhere. Yeah. And also, your exes are outspoken people who are definitely not just going to ignore something like this. You know, like Rob Kardashian has been on the defense his whole life.
1: She clearly tweeted this for sympathy in some way. In the lead if up to Rob this Kardashian trial, if Rob Kardashian made
0: you look bad, you like something is really wrong. <laughs>
1: you look bad, right? You look. Tiga bad. Tiger, too. You look bad And then of course Because it's such a It's so embarrassing This like What just happened to her She pivots And releases a statement Which like does she have any media training at this point? You think like, whatever. She puts out a notes app statement, which um, I plan to refocus my attention on my <laughs> trial. Where were you? Where was your attention before on your cars, on your three cars?
0: She says it starts in 13 days. And this was uh, maybe like three days ago
1: when they got my number one hit show killed back in January 2017. That not only hurt me financially and emotionally, but it hurt my beautiful kids. I'd argue that having your reality show canceled did not hurt your kids. No offense, but it didn't. It I think actually... it just meant like
0: income stream. Maybe. Sure, but
1: emotional no, emotional well-being, I think they're okay. I take them to court to stand up for my legal rights and be an example to my kids that what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. And what they did was so wrong. I'm so thankful that a jury – it's crazy because like I'm team anyone against the Kardashians. But somehow she well, makes it so difficult to be on the her bag. side. Yeah
0: that was the story from the very beginning where it was like black china is kind of a mess and a true like a chaotic reality star mess and like a in a way that we're very familiar with at this point but like versus the kardashians when she first met rob before dream was even in the picture it was like we love her oh my god this is great like this is it we have someone to root for in this hideous family and she fucked up that goodwill so quickly like she had every opportunity to be the hero in this story and then like completely bungled the whole thing
1: mm-hmm. there is a general malaise with uh, with the Kardashians right now and if you can't play off of that effectively like you're really doing a poor job at whatever you're trying to do mm-hmm. because it's not yeah. that hard yeah. I did laugh because she said my number one hit show and I kind of laughed but then I looked up Robin China's ratings and it was a huge show so <laughs> so she has it something huge. there and then so it went away
2: wrong
0: and then it went away
1: it was uh cable's most watched unscripted launch the year that it came out which was 2016 remember that
0: 16 i do huge news this elicited is huge i think news. gasps from tons of people over the weekend including myself monique and lee daniels this is a deadline headline monique monique and lee daniels patch precious feud she'll replace octavia spencer in netflix thriller demon house
1: I mean, work this is, is work, but wild. that's what you're going to pay her back with after all the grief you put her through. The thing is, is that you see them together hugging and kissing. It's very much like a press tour. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. The hug oh, this on and that on stage was so powerful. I know. And you're like, if she's happy, then that's great. But I'm kind of like, fuck him.
0: Yeah, because he could have done this earlier.
1: He, like, wait, he waited think... 13 years or whatever to figure this out or whatever.
2: And it took me...
0: A long time to realize. I am so sorry for hurting you in any way that I do.
2: Y'all, she was my best friend. My best friend. Y'all think that Precious was just, that wasn't, that was, that was God working through both of us. And we gonna fucking do it,
1: okay? You need to go over the feud you need to go over we need to do a little rewind we need to do a little flashback
0: so we have to go back to precious when did precious come out 2009 precious the movie that one that introduced the world to gabrie Sidabe, the movie that introduced us to mariah carey the wonderful dramatic actress you know like the <laughs> yeah, never the movie never that to be heard from us. again <laughs> The movie that introduced us, or I mean, I guess she was famous a little bit at that point, but Paula Patton, Monique getting a really meaty, dramatic role with Oscar buzz. Not only gets Oscar buzz for this role, like, wins an Oscar. Right. And if you are just a casual viewer of the Oscars, you watch Monique win, and you were like, that's cool. I know her as being a really funny lady, and she's winning a dramatic performance uh, for a dramatic role, and she was really good, and her speech was really good. Okay. But, like, if you had been really paying attention that year... You would know that her win was surprising because she didn't, I guess, quote unquote, play the game in the way that people who are really gunning for Oscar wins have to play. Where they have to go to the parties and go on the press tours and go to the film festivals and be out and about as much as possible in order to get a lot of attention on them and like be in the award season machine. So she
1: refused to do that. She
0: refused. She refused. And she said, I don't want to do any of this the most that she's ever spoken well the 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 most that she's ever spoken like on good tape was in an interview with don lemon like six years ago like many years ago she was interviewed by don lemon who had interviewed lee daniels about this whole situation before that and she says that she was only paid fifty thousand dollars to be in this movie and so when the movie was coming out and getting a lot of buzz they said we want to take it to Cannes. okay monique come to Cannes. And she said, no, I don't want to go to Cannes. And they were like, come on, Monique, come to Cannes. And she's like, no, I have a show to do because at this point she was hosting the Monique show, which at that point was a really new talk show. So that was a priority for her. And also she had she has her husband whose name is Sydney Hicks. I think we've talked about them on the show in the past before, because they have kind of like a weird relationship. And he maintains a kind of managerial role in her life, Sydney okay. Hicks. And so he was like, no, I don't think you should do this. And she was also like, will you pay me for this? Because I only got 50K for this movie. And they said, no, we don't pay people to do, we don't pay people to do awards press. Ah. That's not how this industry works."
2: And actually there were no demands. There was a request from the movie studio and they called and requested that I fly to France for the Cannes Film Festival. I simply said, I respectfully declined because if you can remember at the time, there was a talk show called the Monique Show I was doing a comedy tour. I was actually in the award season of the awards, and I'm also a wife, and I'm a mommy. So when they called, I had a couple days just downtime. I wanted to spend that with my husband and my kids. So when we said we respectfully declined, the movie studio called back again. And they said, okay, well, we'll upgrade her hotel room. And my husband simply said again, We respectfully decline. She's gonna take this time Mm -hmm. with her family. Well, when the third call came and they said, what is it gonna take to get Monique to France, to the Cannes Film Festival? And my husband said, is there a number associated with it? And they said, oh, we would never pay for anyone to do any promotions for a movie. And we said, we understood. Because what people didn't know was, I was paid $50,000 to do the movie Precious. And it really wasn't about the money and i'm not complaining because i signed up to do it with my
0: friend when she won it was sort of this triumphant moment for her i think because she was like look at me i didn't play the game and i still got the prize you know i still got this oscar after that the narrative became i was blackballed in hollywood that lee daniels was going around town saying don't hire this woman she sucks. She's difficult. She's a nightmare. And that's kind of what the open secret became around Hollywood for 10 years, 12 years, that Monique has been blackballed in Hollywood. And at one point, this is why this Don Lemon interview all happened. He asked Lee Daniels about this blackballing narrative. And he was like, Yeah, she was blackballed because he didn't because she didn't play the game. When you look into like the history of this feud. It's funny because you get you get he said, she said, but it's never to each other. It's always to the press. So it's like Lee Daniels would go, right. So Lee Daniels would go to the Hollywood reporter and go, her demands through Precious were not always in line with the campaign. This soured her relationship with the Hollywood community. Then Monique goes on Morning America Good Morning America the next month and says, Mr. Daniels had a problem that I didn't say, his name the night of the Oscars, because she didn't thank him during his her award speech. Then in 2018, Lee Daniels goes to TMZ because they ask him about it. And he goes, it breaks my heart that she feels that we blackballed her. No one blackballed her. Monique blackballed her. It's just like this feud has been going on for so long and they've never spoken. And not only did they speak recently, they made up and they hugged on stage in front of a lot of people.
2: Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. he said,
0: I'm going to give you this role. In my next Netflix movie, which is really funny when you think about it, because it was just a role that opened up because Octavia Spencer dropped out. <laughs> right, and it doesn't <laughs> you <know>? seem
1: like <laughs> this like incredible opportunity role. Like, I uh, know prove it's me new- prove me wrong if it's a if it's an amazing role, it's an amazing role. And she's lost so many years, quote unquote, due to what she blames on him, but maybe part of self esteem issues and maybe part of just being really disillusioned by Hollywood after her Oscar win. Like, mm-hmm. she's lost a lot of years in terms of like her career. Yeah,
0: she had been she had been in up and she had always been funny but she had never been that dramatic before exactly and she was great at it and yeah. she's actually amazing in it like right it's no surprise that she won the oscar for that performance because that's the thing that you remember most from that movie
1: Wait, also the apology happened on april fool's day so like it's also like was this a real apology it happened during her monique and friends april fool's day with the queens of comedy event at st george it. theater on staten island
2: oh lee daniels went all
1: the way to staten God. island to apologize to monique okay incredible Wait, did you see who's also in Demon House? Andre Day, Glenn okay. Close, and Angenou and Ingenue Ellis. It's like a good... Ellis?
0: It's like a stacked it's a stacked like Oscar nominated cast. It's
1: literally like full of Oscar nominees.
0: Okay, that's interesting. The 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 stacked cast is uh is reassuring. The thing is, I would really love it if Monique revealed how much she made because Monique's so, thing, I she's know. been very open about how much money she makes. Right. And that was, I think, the last big controversy she had was because she talked about how she got offered like practically nothing to well, do a Netflix comedy rude, special and Amy you're, Schumer got. You're
1: open about how much money you make until you make the money and then you're like, okay, I'm, never mind. I'm not, I'm open,
0: gonna not open. Shut the fuck money it. I'm going to shut up. Yeah.
1: Sadly, Andrew Garfield and his girlfriend, Alyssa Miller, have broken up. Are you sad?
0: I'm sure they have. I'm sure they have broken up. I'm sure they have broken up.
1: Page six says his single senses are tingling. That's not a thing. Good, good <laughs> for them for trying. <laughs> My single senses would be tingling if I it's heard funny. that Andrew Garfield broke up with a girlfriend, right? Oh, yeah. How does that
0: everyone's work? single senses are tingling? Quote, he is keeping his chin up and taking some time for himself after a hectic few months. <laughs> seems like he's really loving being super famous again suddenly, sort of. He's never been this famous, right? Like, it wasn't that he was really famous, then got less famous, and got famous no, again. He's I just literally he... never been this famous before. No,
1: I think he was pretty famous when him and Emma Stone were at the peak of their kind of coupledom.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because them on the red carpet together was pretty electric, and people knew it, and they loved him for it. But you're right. As a, this... as as his own entity, as an actor, Tick, Tick, Boom is... And obviously and like Spiderfield and Tic Tic Spiderfield, Spider Man and Tic Tic Boom are like he's at a new level. You're totally
0: right. The return the return of Andrew Garfield and the, the discourse around like we never appreciated him enough when we had him, you know? Well, you know he's in that meaty, the the, 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 the Under the Banner of Heaven show. Right, you know?
1: which I, which could be – That might be it. It could Mare. It could be Mare. We could Mare again.
0: That could Mare. Yeah. We need a new Mare. Yeah. Although, you know, if we're going to Mare, I, I need it to be a woman, no offense. Or I just simply just – I need it to not be a man. I
1: mean, a breakout murder TV hit is what I yeah. see.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it's based yeah. on
1: a great book, and it has every shot in the world. You're right. So maybe that will Mare him or whatever, but I think <laughs>
0: – I. God member Mare. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But this I do think so much. the academy. Speaking of the academy and the Oscars, I think you think they're, she's
0: still in the attic. I think you think she ever came down from the attic. Think she's still up there. <laughs>
1: desperate to give this guy an Oscar, like Andrew yeah, Garfield, I think yeah. is like top of the list of like we got to get this guy up here. You know, <laughs> seriously. Well,
0: well, yeah. Well now that will has it, now we got to move on to the next one. And weirdly, number two is Andrew Garfield. <laughs> I know
1: Which is why Andrew Garfield can't just date a random woman named Alyssa Miller, so I'm glad they're broken up because he can't just date a random woman named Melissa Miller. Yeah, I don't make the rules, but he can't.
0: Yeah, no, he can't. He needs to date another actor or a, a pop singer, a star.
1: He just can't date a woman named Alyssa Miller. Or, a man. or just a random woman Or a man named Melissa Miller. He
0: needs to date he <laughs> needs to date someone interesting. He needs to date someone that makes you go, oh, you know, (laughs) he needs to date someone more famous than he is. That's the thing is he needs to date someone more famous than he is. Yes.
1: But what if he dated like Rina Sawayama or something like that? Like what if he dated like, like truly outside the box?
0: (laughs) Not more famous, but definitely cooler than he is. Yeah. And people love her. Yeah. Someone that people. Or like snail mail.
1: Something like that. I don't know whether these women are gay or not. I just am naming women. That he could date. Yeah. That I think would be funky. That he could date. Yeah.
0: That he could Or date. me. Yeah, no, I mm, think... You know? <laughs> <laughs> or mm. me. Or Lindsay. Mm.
1: I don't really have a thing for him, but I would, da- uh, but like, sure, whatever.
0: Yeah, no, but you can date him. <laughs> yeah, totally.
1: That's fine. Casually. Right.
0: Seen canoodling with. Podcaster uh, Lindsay. <laughs> li- Podcaster <laughs> Lindsay Weber. <laughs> Lindsay podcaster
1: immediately identified as podcaster Lindsay Weber. Lindsay podcaster, podcaster, oh, podcaster Lindsay, Lindsay podcaster.
0: Weber. Who doesn't seem fun? Brooklyn Beckham and Nicola Peltz have signed a prenup.
1: You skipped Nico Santos and Zeke. Oh Miller. no, I
0: slipped. I skipped a gay engagement. Yeah, you. Oh skipped. Oh my god, that was so disrespectful.
1: You skipped the couple that got engaged at the Glad Media Awards, which is like, <laughs> does it get gayer than to get engaged at the? No, you could get engaged at Pride or on the stage of a Katy Perry concert. <laughs>
0: That's gayer. It's gayer on the stage. It would be gay. The only thing gayer is if someone had gotten engaged at the Charlie show at <laughs> the Greek in LA right. last night. <laughs> right. <laughs> during crash. I'm, I'm a duck crash. Yeah. Like, uh, like during crash. For sure. That would have been gayer.
1: These two... Nico Santos and Zeke Smith. I love this because it's Superstore's Nico Santos and Survivor's Zeke Smith, which is like incredible, oh. like a crossover for the ages, Superstore and Survivor. They got engaged at the Glad Media Awards because they met at the Glad Media Awards, which is a perfect place for two capable to meet. Is that romantic? Better.
0: That's better. The fact that they met at the Glad Media Awards was lost on me at first, but I do love that. Zeke Smith. Haven't thought about Zeke Smith in forever. I did not know that Zeke Smith was still out and about when did you think about him? You thought about him? Well, whenever when he came out. Remember the whole controversy where like didn't didn't he kind of get outed?
3: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Survivor yeah, yes, was yes, that yes, his yes. whole
0: that was his whole storyline because yes. they outed him as trans yes. on the show and he was like, "Uh, I didn't like consent to that essentially." Yes. But it was just like I, I I think that was that was the last time that I kind of remember being a thing.
1: Nico Santos was kind of the breakout of superstar superstore, of super, but of superstore, I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah, right.
0: And also, I guess the biggest movie that he's been in was probably Crazy Rich Asians. If they had just gotten engaged at the Glad Media Awards, I would have been like, okay. But the fact that they met there they met four years ago. At, is in cute. the at the cute 2018 Glad Media Awards. Did you notice it's not quite an ad, but Zeke tagged Tiffany in the caption. No, no, no ad. Oh, the ring was free. No cross promo. But the ring, do you think the ring was free?
1: (laughs) Oh, the ring was free. Both rings were probably free. Speaking of cute couple, here's a not cute couple. Brooklyn Beckham and Nicola Peltz have a prenup. But what's well
2: the thing I, is what people she's are loving,
1: richer than he is. Well, that's what people are loving about this because if you if I said to you Brooklyn Beckham and Nicola Peltz have a prenup, but you would assume that they have a prenup because he's richer because of the Beckham family. Yeah, but no, we're protecting no. the Peltz fortune. We're not even protecting the Beckham
0: fortune. The Peltz fortune is definitely protected by better lawyers too. I know, <laughs> like way more intimidating lawyers on the Peltz side of the family. You know, this
1: wedding though is being covered so with like breathless, like like
0: half of the wedding is. Half of the Pelt side of that wedding is going to be lawyers. That's like how rich they are.
1: <laughs> the 380 million dollar fortune of Brooklyn's parents is dwarfed by the estimated 1.3 billion wealth of Miss Pelt's financier father, Nelson
0: Nelson Peltz. When
1: is this wedding? Oh, it's Saturday. Wait, it's Saturday? It's Saturday.
0: It's Saturday. Oh my
1: god. All right. Well, we'll be covering have, it on Monday. We're going
0: to have stuff to talk to next week. We're going to have stuff to talk about next week. I love this. News of the prenup comes as preparation for Saturday's three million pound ceremony and party at the Peltz family mansion in Palm Beach, Florida, Gather Gather Pace. I'm sorry, they're getting married in Palm Beach, Florida? Brooklyn Beckham's getting married in Florida?
1: At her house.
0: British Brooklyn is getting married in Florida. Posh is flying down to Florida for her son's Brooklyn's wedding. (laughs) Because this show is major. (laughs) Is
3: that major? Major. Major. Major, Major, yeah? Major. How major is that? I think I'm going to like LA.
0: Victoria Beckham
2: is coming to America.
3: What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one who.
2: Lindsay, Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who
1: oh, is this woman? She wasn't in the room when Will Smith marched on stage and slapped comedian Chris Rock, committing to Australian radio show Fitzy and Whippa. The idea that Rita Ora is still calling into Australian shows is really funny. She said, I suddenly had to go to the bathroom at that point, which I'm annoyed about. Yeah, I mean
0: she's considering buying a home in Australia, you know. Well now she has a she has a dedicated real estate team in Australia, so it makes sense that she would.
1: Well, she only thought about buying a house there after she put on a busty display and a baby blue bodysuit and trousers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's important to note she's working on her third album. She's Thank working on her third album. God. So that's gonna come soon. Didn't she celebrate the, the like
1: eight year anniversary of I Will Never Let You Down?
0: <laughs> she celebrated the eight year anniversary and you said, You're not allowed to do eight. You're only supposed You're to not. do 10 you You're not. You're not you said not. you don't even accept fives. You don't even accept fifteen. No, 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 no,
1: Okay, here's the thing. I accept fives, only I accept tens, I accept twenties and fifties, and maybe sometimes twenty-five. Fifteen is not an anniversary. Eighteen is certainly <laughs> not an anniversary. Eight is eight? not an anniversary. You don't get to celebrate your eighth anniversary in terms of like the anniversary of an of a cultural thing. If you're married yeah. for eight years, sure you you celebrate that every year, but it's not like oh, it's been eight years since like this song came out. No one's celebrating that.
0: Well, the problem is it's the pop cravification of anniversary. It really because is because when it was when it was you know media when when you were just like traditional like blogging traditional uh, writing for pop culture entertainment news. It's a website. And so there, you might be a little more formal. Well, we can't just fill our website with anniversary posts for the eighth anniversary of I Will Never Let You Down by Rita Ora. But Twitter feeds that need as much content as possible, you celebrate every birthday, every year, every day. But that's what's you know, crazy. Like,
1: it's like you can't just have – if every year is eligible for an anniversary, then every day is the anniversary of like the whole nine yards or something. Like it's just <laughs> – you know what I mean? Like there's no –
0: the Whole Nine Yards is definitely in the, like, bubbling at the top of your 20 movies that are just, like, at the top of your mind at all that's times. Not the whole nine yards. <laughs> that's not true. It's not random.
1: That's not true. <laughs> it's not
0: You've true. mentioned The Whole Nine Yards casually, like, many, no, many times. No, in in I the haven't. I haven't. Yes, you have. Okay, I think, I guess we're done. Um. We're going to play you out tonight with the sped up version of Demi Lovato's Cool for the Summer. I'm, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> I'm, don't. 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 Don't not the sped up version of cool for the summer Cool
0: for the summer sped up version.
1: You releases a normal remix. Me releases a sped up version of my most popular song.
0: (laughs) What if we release? Oh my God. We
1: should release a sped up version of who weekly of the who weekly song.
0: (laughs) 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 I'm going to do, I'm going to play do a, do a 1.5 X sped up
1: moving on, moving out. Out of this episode, mm-hmm. I'm going to reveal the new sped up remix of the <laughs> Who Weekly theme song.
0: Unbelievable, the sped up version. And of if you're already listening cool to us it at 1.5,
1: it's gonna be at two. You're gonna feel crazy.
0: And I was like, is Demi going to just are they gonna release Cool for the Summer, like a remix with an increased BPM? No, it's literally they they dragged the little thing so that it would sound faster. The pitch is up. They didn't even fix the pitch. Are you
1: fucking kidding me? The pitch is up.
0: The pitch is up. Stop. It's like... No, no stop. It. Wait, no, stop.
1: Wait, the pitch up.
0: It's not just like... It sounds like a chipmunk. <laughs> it's a chipmunk version of Cool for the Summer. And they released it as a brand new song. And it's just called the Sped Up Remix. I mean, uh, props to Demi for being honest with it. It's just, it says it just Sped, says up, sped rem- up
1: Remix. <laughs> to be fair, like, slow down remixes so, are a thing.
0: Wait, listen to this. Okay. It's like, it's like oh... I see you're doing chopped and screwed. Right. I'm just speed mine up. Right. <laughs>
2: <just need> to <laughs> Listen birth. to this. Don't tell another. Kiss one another. Die for each other. We're cold for the summer. Take me down into your parents.
0: It's three minutes and 34 seconds the sped up version is three minutes and 11 it's seconds not even that so much it's not much even sped sped up up that, much. that much sped up
1: we got to speed ourselves out of here we've got to you got to speed this up why don't you speed up this
0: oh uh, here we go thank you for getting for writing a theme song thank you to timmy our research and editor, for researching and assisting <laughs> thanks to everyone who supports on patreon.com slash shoe weekly for bonus episodes discord server commentaries and more thank you to everyone who rates reviews on apple Podcasts. we'll see you on friday Calling at 619 who them to leave questions comments and concerns bye bye
2: <laughs> You yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to know. Hey.